podcast. Blurgoth, Blurgoth, he's our man. If he can't do it, fuck. I regret, I regret what I just did. Just so you know. <laughs> you know what you don't see either in the abyss or you know, hell? Janitors. They have no fucking janitors there. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's the wacky wave waving in front of the wall. I do need to get into a certain mode right now. This is the jazz zone. The jazz With ben, zone. Chris and Jesse here to talk about some D and D. From our first listener, we have a question. <laughs> Is it good for D&D to be a first date? Hello. Yes, I was just wanting to to know if uh, the person just... Let me finish. (laughs) Sorry. You are on the air with Chris, Ben, and Jesse. How can we help you? Yeah, this this was the question for Chris. Uh, yeah. Chris, I was trying to get this girl to go out with me, uh, but uh, I am afraid that uh, my lower jaw that is just too protrusive, and, and I don't think she's going to find me attractive. But if I wore a helm that I made for this D&D campaign I once played in, do you think I'll be able to maintain the helm on for the entire relationship? I want you to know mm. that all of that has been recorded. Nice. <laughs> no shit! <laughs> First off, my friend, I would like you to take one step back. Possibly get a retainer and a towel. Alright, well... Your voice has changed. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Welcome to another edition of Outside the Stat Block. That that low energy? You're gonna you're gonna start there? No, no, we're keeping it nice and silky smooth. I am Inquisitor Ben. Our intro music is so loud, guys. That is going to be so jarring. Yeah, but this is the Comcast for the Nerdcast here downtown. It's absolutely none of those things. In the jazz zone. I'm Jesse. Shut up, Jesse. That hurt my feelings. You want me to kick you in the chest, Jesse? That's not the energy that this low light level... Area Do I have to turn the fucking lights back on? Who are you, peasant? (laughs) I'm the man that decides whether you sound like an asshole or not. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Straighten up your armor, sir. I'd rather You're a jerk. You're ugly. I don't like you. Why is this making me so hard right now? Back to you. I don't like you either. Get away from me. You're all ugly. (laughs) I hate you all. Let's get it. Let's get We're going to talk about how to make a villain today. Are we kind of like what makes a villain? And that guy's whoa, just whoa, really whoa, jerky. Whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> we haven't done the, the theme we need music a, We yet. need a real intro. Yeah. All right. What's your name again? <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Hi, welcome to another episode of Outside the Stat Block. I am Ben. And I am Jesse. I am unfortunately Chris. <laughs> all right. Uh, we are Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we take all your known preconceptions, ideas, you know, just general overall thoughts, pulling everything from the book, all plain Jane ideas, and we throw them out the window. Yeet! So uh, oh. it was just. Oh, it yeeted. finally happened. <laughs> oh, it finally happened. It was it's Chris's turn to say something that he regrets. Just incredibly later. stupid. I don't even know if I need an analogy today. That shit was just yeeted. Chris, <laughs> that was a, an impressive yeet for your first one. Uh, congratulations. I want to die. Yes, no, that <laughs> sounded really yeet good in my ears. Did I do it right, you guys? Uh, I mean, uh, no. Oh. No, not at all. all right. uh, hey, how you. I mean, uh, it's been, uh, you know. Sometimes. So, how you guys? How you guys doing? Uh, fall is here. It feels like fall is here. I like that. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's nice. Let's talk about the weather some more. This is some entertaining. <laughs> A nice Ten. cool breeze is blowing as I was walking down the street, and all well, of listen. my folds just said, "Yay!" Your folds. <laughs> listen. You ask me how I'm doing. There are like three topics. It's D and D, the weather, or my job. 
and we already talk about one of those pretty regularly, and mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear about my shitty job. <laughs> the capital J job. Uh-huh. I hope they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do, yo, fuck you. Rough. <laughs> oh, oh, don't don't get me wrong. The pay is great. If I could choose not to do it, I would not do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you know, gotta pay the bills. Yes. Jesse, Jesse, how are you doing overall? Uh, I'm doing all right. I did have uh, a weird day where um, I had to talk to a player of mine um, about possibly stepping down, which was a little awkward, and I hope to never have to do that again. Yeah, those situations can be really rough, uh, but, I mean, as long as you're open with the conversation, you know. That's what I try everything to be. Should, everything yeah. just communication is the best thing when, right. when um, and talking about D&D. I mean, no, it's a very social aspect. No sucks the most. is like, <laughs> it's just, like, really nice, and, like, it makes it so much, like, I wish he was a dick, so <laughs> that I could just be, like, fuck you, peace, but he's actually, like, just a I mean, yeah. he's a genuinely like really good dude. Yeah, so it's, really, uh, it's, it's all about rough. like it's all about the vibe and the overall feel of the game. And if you think that there could be, you know, uh, you could, you know, make it just a little bit better for everybody. I and mean, you do do what you need to do. Absolutely. Um, so sorry you had to do that. It does suck. I've had to do that uh, myself. Chris, have you ever had to do that? Uh, surprisingly, no. It's not a not a very fun thing to do, but it, no. unfortunately, just like with any social situation, I mean, it can come up. Though I I will say I have been uh, I've been a player in a game where uh, maybe not uh, where a, you've been kicked out. No, where another uh, okay. p- another player was. It, it was a really weird scenario. Like it was clear that they weren't interested anymore, but they kept showing up, and our DM was like, "You're clearly not interested. Stop showing up." <laughs> but he just kept showing up. Maybe he was very introverted. Was no, because he, he would constantly... He would just sit there and be like, fuck, I hate this goddamn game. Well, he you never... Suck. He would never... He would never interact, like, at all. Not just RP. Like, he just didn't want to do anything. He was always late. He would take any excuse he could find to not show up, despite the fact that the campaign had been running on the same day for like months at a time actually and our dm was trying to give him that out was like dude it's okay if you leave if you leave it's fine we're not gonna be mad you're clearly not interested and the fact that you are a pivotal pivotal member of the party makes it really hard for me to balance encounters because if you don't show up they get their ass kicked oh oh, man because he was our fighter uh-huh. He yep, was yep. the only martial character. The rest of us were casters. Ah, uh, he was the tanky boy. The entire party. All right, you survived all this bullshit. You gain a level. All right, go ahead and take your level, and everyone's, I'm multi-classing into fighter. <laughs> and right? The entire Everybody. party becomes a most split, you know, fighter wizard, fighter druid, <laughs> fighter monk. Ah, uh, that's fantastic. Oh, uh, How about some table talk talk, guys? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I, I think like we've, it. we've kind of breached our way to it. Yeah, let's get, what do we got today? I hate you. Why? I hate all of you. Why are you being so mean to us? I just, I think you're stupid and ugly. I think you're a beautiful soul inside I'm gonna and out. I'm going to kick you in the back of your kneecaps and make you fall so everyone laughs at you. I'm going to rethink sounds like my really poor character motivation. Yeah, he could probably be more motivated. Because uh, that's one of the topics we're going to talk about today is just, you know, what makes a villain... Oh. What, in the, not necessarily like uh, we're not going to talk about anything like really mechanically. But no, but like personality-wise, how what? do you become the villain? Okay, from the ground up. So like, like what, like what in the mind goes into making like making a villain? Oh yeah, yeah. What's uh, like the thought process? Maybe how did they get from you know the point to uh, becoming a villain? Because I don't know if. You're not never gonna really gonna be directly born a villain. Oh right? yeah, no. And we're um yeah. Sorry, time out. You got. I gotta fix my mic, and it's gonna make a lot of noise. And up, oh, cranked it. All right, I didn't crank. I mean, I meant the mic. I didn't just crank it. Crank the soldier boy. Yep. Oh. Yeah, that uh, uh, listening to that song can maybe make a villain. I mean, I don't know. That depends on your music taste, I guess. So, it didn't make me a villain. No. So there could be like several things uh, that could be, you know, uh, a 
turning event in someone's life and uh, that could make them uh, go from who they were into this more, you know, evil-sided character, which is really fun as a DM to play with. Um, and I think uh, for this discussion, I don't think we're going to, like, go towards anything real monstrous. Oh, yeah, right? no, we're, we're talking, oh, like... Nothing that's innate. Human born. motivation. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I, I like... Yeah, the the okay. I think we can all agree. What is the best kind of villain? It's the empath. It's the villain that you can uh, empathize with. Oh, I disagree entirely. Ooh. Oh, really? Okay. My I, the best, or I should say, my favorite kind of villain uh, is the one who thinks he's a hero. Okay. Yes. Like the, the Thanos esque. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. The the dude who really thinks he's doing the right thing. He's the one in the right. He doesn't think he's evil. You know right. what? A very small part of me, and those two actually kind of tied together for Thanos with me, like something. Yeah. And I think uh, that uh, that like movie genre, that whole movie was very popular. So I think a lot of people get that reference. But I did sympathize with him just ever so slightly, not based off of like his history and like what happened. But that was, yeah, that is yeah. definitely one way like a villain can kind of be uprooted and created. I love all almost like every type of villain. I uh I mean your normal just um I'm uh, hey, I'm crazy. I'm going to go around and murder people. Now, we- I don't like those that are just don't have a history towards it, but if there's like some deep-rooted seed of history towards that evil, oh, I love it can so I, much. Can I ask a question cuz yeah. I mean, when I watch the show, I look at him as a vigilante hero. However, um, from what you guys are talking about, uh, it makes a lot of sense, and it's Vin Diesel. No, uh, it's Dexter, right? Dexter, oh, Dexter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a he's a, he's a, like a super villain, I guess. Except he's yeah, he's yeah, he's something yeah. else. He's he a is, wild one. Oh, I, where you I, get I loved a, it so much. Yeah, it's I mean, so if, good. We, if you want to break it down into. Like the real nitty gritty subgenres, he's uh, I think that he's anti-hero. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you have and if you haven't watched Dexter, definitely go check it out. Uh, Skip the, Don't just, don't watch the last season. Nah. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good cap on the you're end. Gonna, you're gonna want to by the time yeah. you finish. You're gonna you want. Will. You're gonna want to, but I promise you'll be disappointed. And at least get through the second season, as that's my favorite with his dark past. And I also like that we're talking about you know things that people can relate to in modern days because that's where um you know if you're a DM oh yeah that's where a this, lot of that you can pull from all of these references you know things like that to help build your ultimate villain and his yeah. evil backstory. My my favorite thing about uh, Dexter is when he would just go around and crank it to women in the showers it was so weird and out there and i couldn't believe they let that in the in the showtime show just everything full frontal and everything it was wild to me are you what i don't i don't think you guys know what i'm talking about yeah dexter dexter morgan yeah, that, that didn't happen that didn't happen that wasn't in the show where's the yes and can we try this again remember when that happened ben no, and God damn it! <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, like, I mean, I don't want to ever like Guys, not play, play with pretend me. with you. Like, I definitely want to play pretend with you. But I mean, I was going. My vibe was going somewhere else. Man. <laughs> All right, fine. Very. very Chris, evil. can you cut that from the show so I don't sound stupid? Yep. <laughs> I was going to do that anyway. Uh, right. uh, so um, I don't want to I don't want to do another like uh, a Jerry skit, but I want to like talk about like things that could you know lead up into yeah, becoming things that would this motivate right. definite motivations uh, for uh, for villains. So yeah. um, one of the uh, the very easy ones that can come off the top of my head is greed. Greed is a real easy motivation. Oh and yeah. Greed can come in several different forms, but normally people are going to greed over money or power. Is there anything else that we can kind of like? What yeah. else could you come up with as far as greed that isn't just money or power? Oh, as like going in that off that greed branch. Yeah, if you, if you don't have anything, I mean, um, what else do you got? Let's see. Uh, no, I, I'll uh, let's riff off that for a second. Let, I mean, I can think of uh, like greed as in um, like followers, like a, like some power in in word. You know, not so much a physical gain, but more of a mental. Yeah, so going around and recruiting anyone, almost like a cultist type. Right, right. You feel the, uh, uh, you have that uh, kind of, was it megalomania? Megalomania, yeah. Yeah, right, right, yeah. 
yeah, you are the center of the universe and it revolves around you. What would someone like? How would someone feel so entitled that the world involved around them? Like what? Like no one's just bored like that. Like how would that come to like fruition? I mean, in the in a fantasy setting, uh, that's that's pretty easy to sign away. I mean, the the divine are you know omnipresent and often uh, seen and felt. Uh, all it takes is one lunatic to just really be sure that he is the prophet of insert deity here. Or, I mean, the, like, uh... And there's nothing short of a paladin of that deity rolling up and smiting him in the mouth that's gonna get anybody to say, oh, yeah, you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I forgot what I was gonna say. You guys are looking at me. I forgot. No, 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 no. Maybe not. Let's, um, let's, let's try. Have, uh, let's take a different approach at it because I, I don't think we're real vibing just yet. Uh, so let's take a little different angle on it. Um, like, I mean, you can take the uh, outcast approach, as in, like, maybe he had some kind of like physical problem where you know, growing up, people looked at him funny. It's like a disfigurement. One. Yeah, the right. hunchback of Notre Dame being an outcast, and I mean, of course that <laughs> that story is a little different. Where he's a, I a thought he just had a really big delt from ringing that big ass bell all the time. <laughs> oh, that could be it. I mean, if it's he not only a hunchback, used one right? hand, isn't isn't that just? Doesn't he just? He's, he's just kind of like one Pop- massive. <laughs> it's like if Popeye just kept working out the rest of his upper body, and it just kind of morphed over the whole arm. That's how I picture that dude just See, swinging that, that bell. The explanation that you've given me there uh, calls back to my nerdy roots and anybody uh, that might be familiar with this will know what I'm talking about as a uh, ghoul Dan in Warcraft. Yes. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. He was a, a uh, an orc who was born uh, with a, a deformity and a disability. He, uh, he couldn't walk right. His legs were fucked up. He had to walk with a cane uh, and orcs in Warcraft and in most media are pretty, you know, tribal focused and very aggressive. He was the runt and they treated him like shit. Uh, and he, you know, wandered out into the desert to try and gain access to, uh, like, the, the shamanistic powers of the elements so that he could at least do something to fit in. Uh, and the elements betrayed him. So then he became a necromancer, went back and killed his entire clan. Oh, yeah, okay. I actually saw very recently, until you said that last part, I didn't know what it was, but I saw recently a video on it. I wasn't a big WoW player, so, I mean, I didn't know what I was watching, but now Oh, yeah, back that fucking it, sick-ass video? Yeah, okay. Yeah! Uh, maybe, okay, so if we can find it, we will put it, post it to our Facebook. Oh, no yeah. problem. Oh, absolutely. Definitely, yeah. I, okay. I can Fans find it. that genre, you know, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it, right it's... Right my alley there. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, it was very cool. Like, that kind of, that kind yeah. of shit, because he wanted to be a good dude but just everything in the universe kept pushing him away and pushing him down and he finally just broke and was like fuck it i'm gonna murder all Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all that kind of like uh uh i mean people are aggressive to towards things they are afraid of and people are afraid of what they don't understand and i mean i think it it like that route as i mean not only with that you could go you know a I, I don't know, an orc in a human society type of thing. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, yeah, definitely there has been, um, if you play the more, uh, you know, traditional route uh, as far as, you know, how orcs are viewed, you know, throughout the normal realms, it, that definitely could be a thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, so if there's, I, I really love that you mentioned like this outcast and you guys gave, you know, a couple great examples of uh, outcast villains like Gul'dan and uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Because he mean, was the villain of that he movie. He was the villain of that movie. I mean, he he was, was the villain. Uh, yeah, not yeah, no. Jesus. I know. He oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to cut that one. No, no, we won't. He's just our Christian Lord and Savior in, with his very, very bad book, um, was the villain of yeah, that no, movie. The villain of that movie was racism in the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, true, true. Yeah. Oh, and that ugly fuck with the hunchback on top of the church. <laughs> What was his? What was his deal? It's fucking ugly piece of shit. The the hunchback dude. Oh yeah. Yeah no. Oh yeah, that villain. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah no no. He's definitely piece of shit, ugly motherfucker. You went into a total deep thing on <laughs> Hunchback and Notre Dame right there, and I totally spaced on like where I was going to try to transition us to. I just realized <laughs> that is like the fourth time we've referenced Disney. I think we have a problem. I don't know what you're yeah, talking maybe. about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no. <laughs> yes, we definitely oh, yeah, have a Disney Aladdin. problem. Oh, yeah. Aladdin. 
But you guys he did give, you gave uh, a couple good examples. Uh, maybe some way to because there's always got to be a resolution like to the villain in the game, right? Oh, Either yeah. the villain's gonna win or the villain's gonna lose. Yeah. But there is a third option that is really kind of uh, not. I haven't seen it in a lot of games that I've played in, um, where the villain. Is turned. Is turned back. Yes. Is yeah. transitioned back. Yep. So being like, uh, so eventually that, if you're going to go that route, there has to be something that finally, finally satiates that evil drive that that villain's going to have. Uh, uh, let's use Gul'dan, for example. How yep. many like souls does he have to take before he's finally like turned back around? Or what sort of major event in someone's you know villainy would have to happen in order to turn that around? You so, have to like, satiate that hunger, it's, right? It's funny you mention that, because as you're explaining it, uh, one perfect example popped into my head. Probably the most iconic example of all. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Of the Star Wars. Have you, you know Darth Vader, right? Yeah, You've I know. No, Wars. I know. My mind just went to like doing the voice, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh, you can't! No, Don't do it!" No, <laughs> you know what voice I'm talking about? No, yeah, yeah James no, Earl Jar- Jones, no. Jar 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 Binks. Oh, of course. Oh, how's no. that go, Ben? Jar Jar Binks. Absolutely um, not. I will. Me, so I want to talk like Jar Jar Binks here. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting edited out. <laughs> yes. Yes, nailed it. Misa is really the villain of Star Wars. I hate that theory. You want to come on the water with me? I got bubbles to these. You oh, you also can't breathe on the water. You use magical breathing device. You, you sound like you fell and tripped and smacked your fucking I face I don't do a good Jar Jar Banks. I'm sorry. You just got big fat lips now. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, it's better than I could do, dude. Yeah, I mean, hey, you don't, you gotta, you gotta shoot your shot, and every now and then. So, if you're looking for a, um, you have to shoot your shot, uh, Disney. If you are looking for a new uh, voice actor for Jar Jar Banks and whatever offshoot you're gonna do, just you know, hit me up. Yeah. Are we are we done now? Can I? Yes, Chris, can I continue done. my point? Please go ahead. Yes. <laughs> we were waiting the whole time. Didn't you? I don't think that's what that was. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm Darth Vader. All right, let's go. Let's go. No more. That was worse. I don't want to talk about Darth Vader anymore. I'm done. (laughs) No, no. uh, But yeah, no. Bring us back on topic, Chris. That was uh, a fantastic reference of like a situation where someone can turn. Because you get to watch that whole like arc. You get to watch the you know his turn away, uh, and what it is that pushes him away is his uh, kind of that maybe not that. Uh, the idea of realizing he's a hero, but realizing that he no longer aligns with the side that he's on. And so he makes that change, and he goes to the other side, and the only thing that brings him back is the one thing he felt like he lost, which was that that attachment to something, to someone, that humanity that he got. He spent so long, you know, having people tell him wasn't okay by realizing that his son lived. And he, at the end of it, he just couldn't bring himself to take that from himself again, and then turned. Like, that right there. That is the perfect villain arc. Yeah, and then when he did turn, remember when he used to just crank it to all those women in the showers? Can this not be the thing for this episode? No, on Star Wars, the second feature. They didn't have the videotape, though. Yeah, and so um, even uh, along with that story, so uh, when we're talking about them turning, while he did uh, eventually, you know, turn over, he still ended up, you know, dying at the end of the story. Um, and, uh, you know, fading into this ultimate, like, spiritual, like, realm. So you're never going to, like, succeed there, which was, I thought, kind of, you know, bland and boring because just, like, turning over because the emperor uh, essentially died. I'm not gonna have. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about and, it. And a massive explosion of electrical energy that just like, all this dark side energy that kind of burst out, which was super fucking cool. Yeah, I, and yeah. it got all, all over everything, and everything got radioactive, and that's where the Hulk was born. A lot of people don't know that. Oh no, I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, no oh, if you, you got to look close and listen to the you know be, read between the lines, people. Oh man, Disney awesome. really, really to needs to stop fucking with the canon. God, man, really? you don't. No shit. It is. Right? <laughs> That's story. not in the books. Yeah, I don't need I don't need that much depth in these movies. Um, but that would be super sweet. That'd be super fucking cool if that, if that was actually true. <laughs> no, yeah. it is. Watch the movies. Yeah. You'll see it. But they're gonna read everything and they're gonna be like, "That's that's not true, like right. at all." Right. Um, which kind of brings us into something else that we want to talk about, right? 
mm-hmm. uh, which was um, in your games how like there are different ways to kind of like structure your rule set and structure how your game is kind of flows and runs. Uh, and uh, the ta- common like phrases are like rules as written or rules as intended. And then there's the rock, the rule of cool. So is it cool enough? Then it fucking happens. Let's yep. roll with it. Um, so uh, we are very big fans of the rule of cool. Uh, yes, I use absolutely. It, uh, and I use it in a semi-structured way in my games that as long as it's... Because uh, you guys are... I mean, you're supposed to be heroes and heroic. And I mean, yeah. if you want to thematically make yourself be able to do something, but the mechanics are limiting you, as long as it's not going to break anything, like the, yeah. structural, the structure of the game, yeah, go for it. If you want to backflip off of a cart as this massive lizard grappling someone and slamming your entire weight and imprinting them on the ground, you can do that because it was a fun. Thank you for letting me do that, Jesse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, uh, one of my, no joke, and I've said this so many times, uh, one of the best things about Ben as a DM is he truly does reward the creativity of his players. And that is a lot of the times found in those rule of cool moments that you can make up. There's, you know, if you like go through, there are certain things that you can do in a fight. And, you know, as it's written, there are some things that can and can't be done. And in Ben's game, he allows me to get as creative as I can. And if it sounds cool enough, he'll be like, all right, you need to make this, this, that, and this roll and if it happens then it happens and i fucking love it it's my favorite part of ben's game oh yeah rewarding that creativity dms if you're out there and and you take anything away from this please reward your players creativity yeah and it's it only adds like flavor that um, i mean it it does benefit me as well to allow that you know rule of cool because it's going to add more flavor to the story for everyone personally they get to feel like they contribute more to to the visualization of what's happening in the game and that's one thing that uh you know i'm actually you know kind of bad at is uh, uh describing like how like violent or cool the combat could be in visualizations and you know allowing your players to make those those rapid you know imagery decisions to uh, kind of influence how combat looks and feels is definitely rewarding on both aspects. Um, oh yeah. I've, I'm, uh, as a DM, like I'm full in a way, like, especially with the combat thing, because like, I love narrating that bit, like almost to the point where some people have asked me to dial it back before, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm a huge fan of rewarding that kind of stuff. Like, um, you know, uh, the, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example that one of my players used, like, chopping off the hand of, like, a creature that claws at you, if it's got, like, a multi-attack with two claws, like, I, in my head, like, if, if it's your intention to, like, chop off this thing's hand, I'll, in my head, it'll be like, okay, if you beat its AC by, like, this much, I'll, yeah, sure, fuck it, you take the hand, and now it doesn't have multi-attack anymore. And then you hold its other hand, very sensually, and try to persuade it to join your side. <laughs> Give it a couple kisses, and I'm sure it'll come along. Hmm. So you take your uh, two hand axes that you're dual wielding, and this whirlwind of spinning, vibrant force, slash off his hand in a very violent motion. Bone goes shattering everywhere. He grabs it, screams, drops to his knees, and you threaten him to kill him before slowly grabbing his hand and just helping up and being like, hey, it's okay, buddy. You're not that bad, lizard man. And then it starts sign-languaging to you because it's just Because it doesn't have any lips and can't speak common. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. The rule of cool, everybody. You got to be mm-hmm. cool and love everybody. Nah, no, you kill that fucking lizard. He's gonna <laughs> yeah. come back. He's gonna stab you in the face. Lizard fucking hate you, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, something I can bring up is uh, in your game, Ben. Um, so in like the second episode or episode, sure. Uh, in the second time session. We, session. <laughs> Anyway, uh, in, like, the second session, we met this, like, fucking weird-ass dude that was basically a hunchback of Notre Dame. Turk. Turk. In the woods. And Turk made this volatile concoction of alcohol. Forest hooch. Yes. And we bought some vials, and I took a twig, dipped it in that shit, lit it on fire, and it fucking exploded. So fast forward like uh, 20, 30 sessions, a few months. That's definitely not 20 or 30 sessions. 
few months. That's I, at least it's been about twelve. Yeah. Okay. Ten, ten yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My bad. Uh, however many fucking sessions it's been, uh, and I uh, we were fighting in elemental. I'm a fighter. I didn't have any magic weapons. I couldn't do shit. So on one of these turns, I fucking flipped, uh, popped the cork off this vial, tossed it in, told another player to hit it with some uh, a fire, and the thing blew the fuck up, along with everyone else. And yeah, yeah you're like, that turk juice, man, you gotta like, use the turk juice and the shit exploded on fire, Turk it the fuck turk out. Ju- oh, sorry. <laughs> Can you tell Ben to come back though? I miss yeah, him. I don't know where Ben is right now. I'm gonna lead you through the forest. Have you found my pearl? I really need that pearl, man. It's gonna make my turk juice really good. Oh, we never ben. did give Hi, that. Back. We never did give that to him, did we? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's. Funny. Uh, and and uh, another player has uh, whose character has died has information on Turk and hasn't shared it because he does his new character doesn't know it. Uh, so there is a story by Turk that you guys haven't heard before, which is that's amazing, fantastic. So I hope you guys figure that one out. I mean, I looked for him. I looked for Locke. He just wasn't around. Anyways, oh, Locke is not going to talk to us ever yeah. again. <laughs> Moving on. And oh, and 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 now welcome to the segment where we pull questions about Dungeons and Dragons with the internet. Holy fucking shit, he got it right. I'm very excited for you. I didn't need the paper. Without the paper. Hold on, let's quick. I'm going to put some applause in here. Yeah, did you you practice that? Correct? No, I was actually really dreading that Chris was about to say and because <laughs> I didn't have it out. I've been like I've been slowly like just looking for this folder. That's, I don't know where it is. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's right behind Chris. Whoops! Uh, you didn't okay. need it. You didn't, didn't need it. it. You just needed the fear of failure. The fear of failure. That's what it was. Everybody All loves me. Right. I did it. I did the thing. Oh, we have actually awesome news, right? We got our yeah. We got our, our first, first fucking viewer, viewer question. question. Oh yeah, yeah, viewer. We both said viewer. This God is an audio it. medium <laughs> <laughs> for like the fourth time. Yes, we got our first listener question. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, and this one is uh, pretty straightforward. Let's uh, let's jump right into I it. I know guys. this this one's actually like like a legitimate real question. Yeah, and honestly, like anything anyone has, no, no, there is no question too small, no question too uh, large on any of our social uh, platforms. Please send us a, uh, one of your questions, and we'll talk about it on air. Absolutely, right. and so, if if you want a serious answer, tell us. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're going to get us. We'll give you a little bit of both. How about yeah, that? that's we'll, fine. We'll guarantee a little bit of I both. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I'm going to be serious the entire time. Yeah, no, because they is should that always what listen you've to called, you, is right? that Is that yeah. what this has been? Yeah, I'm going to be serious? myself. Yeah, hmm. my serious, very serious self where I always am saying exactly what I mean. <laughs> All right, so this is from Listener Anonymous. <laughs> Um, I don't know what it means when it says ability score increase. Help! Question mark, exclamation point. Ah. Yes. Okay, so yeah. They're so, not sure, so I'm assuming they leveled up their character and they got to uh, a section where they get something called an ability score increase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it means. Wait, I don't think in the book it actually says, like, how... Oh, I'm sure it, it does. does at the beginning, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it does. There's yeah, that, it it's that it whole fucking, beginning. like, 40 pages on how to build a character that nobody ever reads. So read the right, fucking right. book, and there's your answer. <laughs> yeah, go read the fucking book, stupid. Jeez. But in the event that perhaps you don't own the book, <laughs> and consistently <laughs> have to borrow it from someone... <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, so, listener, remember when I called you stupid a long time ago? I'm very sorry for that. Let's continue. Yeah, don't be abusive. All right. All right. All right. We, love, we love our listeners. Yeah, now listen up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, just Tough real, love. Tough uh, love. Real straightforward. You. Uh, it, when you get the ability score increase, you come up with a brand new ability that you can just use whenever you want because the rule of cool is in effect. Mm, exactly. No, no, no. Yes. Yep. No. So yes. uh, when you... When, no, because um, I think so there was that I line this, in there about not breaking the yeah, game. Yeah, shower crank. Yeah, uh, Jesse, I took this in your game on the last level up. I forgot to tell you. Uh, yes. It's a breath weapon for my Dwarven Paladin. Oh, baller, baller, baller. Uh, and it's the ability to breathe dragons. Cool, 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 so, cool, 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 cool. So um, uh, I think mechanically what I did is uh, I can use it every round, and, any, and when I do, it takes an action, and I breathe 2d6 dragons out of random yes. size, variety, yes. uh, and color. And, yeah. yeah. And, and it uh, it does um, 1d100 <laughs> yeah. a damage every single time, every dragon, because it 
hurts like a motherfucker. Yes, yeah, no, it's very... Uh, Chris, yeah. what did you take on your level up for your ability score increase? What the fuck? No, what, what'd you get? You... You're letting him take shit like that. I'm over here just like, oh, you wisdom to 17. What do you, what do you mean? No. Uh, no. Chris, did, we did that right, right? Chris, no, Chris is being shy. Uh, he did this thing where he, oh, God damn it. I was going to make a poop joke. <laughs> no, no uh, why did, why did, you didn't come up with your, your ability increase? I, I increased my wisdom by two. Oh, Oh that! Oh yeah! Oh, that's what that question is asking. You know, I no, I know your ability score increase. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, yeah. Here, um, here I was thinking that he's fucking giving you special privileges to vomit dragons. <laughs> the uh, audacity! But it kills him every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Paladin, a shame. And my God he's our, is really nice. He, and he is says, very hey, nice. Come back, little buddy. So, yeah. Somehow, uh, I don't think that's how that re- interaction would go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, anytime uh, you hit, uh, ver- uh, depends on the class, I mean, you can get uh, ability scores sooner or uh, later than uh, some of the other classes. And what it's referencing is that you're going to have uh, six abilities when you make your character, and that's going to be your, sh- just to kind of like tell you like this, how this person overall is physically and mentally. And that's going to be your strength, your dexterity, your constitution, uh, your wisdom, your intelligence, and your charisma. So those are the six attributes that kind of roll out and define who your character is as far as a mechanic standpoint. And when you get those, uh, you're allowed to increase uh, two abilities by one or one ability by two. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, you have two points to distribute however the fuck you want. Mm. Yeah. Alternatively... You, yeah, uh, there is, uh, depending on a, at your DM's discretion, you can uh, forego that increase and go through the book and choose a feat. And a yep. feat is kind of like an ability like we were talking about, just not to that severity. Yeah, no. It just allows you to, it could be a maneuver, it could allow you to wear heavier armor, it could give you, you know, um, more languages, yeah. it could do a whole variety of things. And generally those edge. come with an, uh, with an ability mm-hmm. score increase as well, mm-hmm. usually just plus one and you, you get this cool little edge. Yeah. It's a different ability. Those are really cool to play around with. So DMs, let them use feats. Yeah, they are. I would yeah. say they are awesome. Optional, so if you do want to look at them and you find one you want to take, ask your DM. But uh, if your DM isn't letting you use feats, stop playing Adventure League. And go <laughs> and, get it and find a new DM. Oh, rough. Oh, speaking about DM, finding a new DM, uh, right, that kind of leads into our next question. Uh, so our group has a problem where we all decided that every Friday we would meet and play. But after a while, our dungeon master started to say he wanted to play video games instead. Not no, instead. It says instead. No, I just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an excuse for every Friday after that, and therefore we have not been able to play for over three months. What the fuck? On top of this, we're in the middle of a campaign, and there's no other groups closer than two hours away. How can we fix this? We all have almost quit D&D, but I don't want to cause, uh, cause <laughs> at the cost of my pride and joy. Uh, please, geeks, assemble. Okay. Uh, break in. Break into his house? Yeah. Sit at the table, break in, and just be ready to start some D&D. And then when he's playing his video game, just be like, uh, Derek, it's time to play some D&D. I feel like it might be easier to just play at someone else's house. At this point in time, you need to, uh... Uh, when you do break into his house, uh, you need to take all of the dice and throw them at his head because that sucks. Um, yeah, no, that yeah. really sucks. Yeah, but uh, with- just pull up the table in front of the couch, let him play D and D. His video game is behind you, and the rest of you play D and D in front of him. And while he's wearing his headset, uh, anytime he needs to speak or narrate something, you just quickly unplug it, listen to whatever he's playing, plug it in, and roll with it. And that's what you get. <laughs> Perfect. I like this. See? Listen how helpful we are. So when you're playing God of War and you unplug his headset, you just get, boy. boy. And yeah. you plug it back in. And you're like, okay, so I rolled to hit the end cap. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, because, I mean, the easy answer is, um, oh, he don't like it. And he definitely is never going to fucking play again. The f- more fun idea, though, is you got to trick him. You gotta trick him into playing. How yeah. are you going to trick this dude into? So oh, he's obviously con, not. Interested. It's a con job. Please explain. 
Uh, oh. I feel like we're about to hear a very poorly described movie plot, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so you need 13 people. I was right. They have, they have three, don't they? Okay, so you need to recruit your friends and family. Step one. Yes. Of Jesse's master plan here. Correct. Yeah. Um, have an Asian ninja. Oh, we should probably start at step zero because I feel like it's a precursor for this whole thing is be prepared to commit some felonies. Yes. Don't try this at home. Um, this is probably illegal. So uh, that's step zero. Uh, followed by uh, step recruit one, which your is friends recruit and your friends and family up to 13. Right. You have somebody um, distract the boss, and then you steal the casino's money. Well, you know, you need the ninja first, right? Yeah, he's, okay. the, he's how you steal oh, so, it. Okay. So okay. you need to get a plane ticket to Japan. Step two, get plane ticket to Japan, find a ninja, hire recruit said ninja, get plane ticket back to United States. Ninja has his own way of getting over. He's a fucking ninja. Yep. Step three. Did we just set the bar for the most racist thing we've done yet? What? A ninja from D- Japan. Isn't that racist? It, n- ninjas are from Japan. Isn't ninja a culture? I, that's from Japan? Mm, it's not, I think no. anybody um, can be a ninja. Right? Uh, okay, so quick history. Look, it's an martial art, though, right? <laughs> no. Ninjutsu is the art. Um, and ninjas are really just poor people that had enough of the samurais bullying the shit out of them and killed them with gardening tools. Oh, nice. Quick history lesson. Yeah. All right. All right. So step three, all of that. <laughs> What's step four? Um, there was something about a casino? Oh, oh, yeah. No, you have to have the in guy. You have to have the in guy that goes and he's hire a part private of it. investigation. No, but, but. Uh, he's he's the oh the inside man. Yeah, he's he's there like as a job so that he can tell yeah. you what all the security is. Okay, you get your sixth sixth right. grade history teacher. Right. Okay, and then you show up at his Step house five. And, and you play some D and D. So you increase the party size. Wait, uh, where does the ninja come into effect? Oh wait, why is he just, robbing the casino? He's the one that gets you all the money, and then you guys have a happy ending whether he plays or not. Oh, I really thought the ninja was just going to be to kill the bad DM, dethrone him, and replace him with somebody that wants to play D&D. Like your sixth grade history teacher. Yeah, but we don't say that on the air. But that's definitely where I was going. Real friends and family. What it all boils down to is have a conversation with this person and see (laughs) if their commitment is where your commitment is. And if it's not, then just end the game. Uh, But yeah, definitely see where their commitment is. If it's not the same as yours, end the game. It is much better to end the game unfinished. It's going to suck. But start a game that you know that you and uh, that you can you know kind of uh, actually stick have with people them. that are co- you know committed and this is going to be a great time for there's always a tra- time for players to transition into DMs and at least give it a shot once because mm-hmm. it's always fun seeing what the grass is like on the other side of the table. Oh yeah, and for the longest time I always wanted to be a player, wanted to stay a player, never wanted to DM till I got that first kind of transition opportunity, and now I primarily want to be a DM. But I don't want to play. Um, not to say that I don't want to play in your game, Jesse. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, that's why you always forget when it's Tuesday. Yeah, hey, no, listen, I, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I listen, appreciate don't you. Don't worry. I'll be there next week. We have, we're Wednesday now, right? <sighs> don't date the recording. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow is Tuesday, Ben. Oh, well, we just, just talked about this. Okay. <laughs> don't date the recording. Uh, but, yeah, so it all boils down to have a con- – you know – just move on, and maybe they're not that into it. And you, if they're not that into it, you're not going to want them as your DM because they're not going to put in the effort that you want them to put in. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, this one's kind of yeah, nice. Me that good, good. Is D and D a good first date? Okay. I like this girl at my school. I was a sophomore, and he's a senior in high school. She's the most popular girl in school, and I am a geek. I said one word to her in class this year, and that was yes to a question. She lives in my neighborhood, and I was thinking to invite her over to play Dungeons & Dragons. I am an intense Dungeons & Dragons player, that, and I doubt she's never played. I have the perfect setting. It's a lake with a spell put on by a fairy named F- Freeloid. Freyloud. Freyloud. Uh, people must cross it to get to a town full of riches. Uh, she doesn't have a character, but maybe she could use my backup player. Please help. Is this a good idea for a first date? Hold on. Wait. I have, I have to include that bit in the parentheses no, go for that it. you omitted because I think it's very crucial. She could use my backup uh, player. She would kill my stats, but I guess it's worth it. And right there, that <laughs> sentence alone tells me whether or not this is going to work out. No. 
That's 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 the only thing you saw wrong with all that. No, no. You don't think? I mean, if if I am willing to um, say that it is okay for this person to dump my stats on my backup character, I mean, that's it's love. Love at first D and D, but that dump, was, dump my stats so I can dump. Don't my say uh, what high schoolers. What high schoolers? Yeah, yeah stri- okay then. Strip D and D. It took me a second to get what you were trying to lead into. Uh, um, no, that's the way to go. No, right? that's got to be okay. Like, uh, so is it a good? I, is it a good first? I, I, I want to spin this into the realm of like an actual idea and not. This man, boy, who's... No. Dear friend, no. Not for you. Not for you. Not like that. The the most popular girl in school wants to come play D&D with me. Hey, you never know. Okay, so the first thing you need to do, and it's going to be a little creepy, you need to figure out if they're taking any theater courses. So if they're taking theater courses, that is probably the first step. Step one, stalker. Yes. Can, no, no. Can we put no, a huge disclaimer on this episode? Uh, no, that's exact. I I'm with you a hundred percent, Ben. You have to stalk her to find her every move, and then you just know all her answers before she tells you them. I want to go back just in case anybody's listening. Remember in episode one, the whole listen to Je- don't listen to Jesse. Don't don't listen to Jesse, please. He's proved this on several occasions. Uh, <laughs> that was Ben's idea. So. Uh, I didn't phrase it like that. I said, just see if there's, she's taking a theater class, right? Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, know yeah. her schedule front to back. Right. I mean, if, you got, if you really like this girl, I mean, you're going to not want to just like look at her and say, oh, see, Penny, I like girl. Oh, like you kind of want to like know something about her, right? Yeah. Like in wear a cloak to school and from across the uh, cafeteria, just like take make notes of everything that she eats every single day as well. I feel like we've lost the point. And what she's wearing. And then when it comes to, like, you can have that for a picnic and buy her new clothes. Wait, wait, no. It's D&D, though. It's not LARP. This is supposed to be so about Dungeons a, and Dragons. That'd be a LARPing. Yeah, that'd be a LARPing by, thing, I mean, right? a, pi- a picnic on the grassy So knoll. if you were going to try to invite this uh, this girl that you like over to uh, play in your D&D session, you're a super big geek. Um... Is it a good first date, uh, especially since you're willing to let her dump your character stats? Hell yeah. Shoot your shot, man. What are you doing? Yes. No, absolutely. Go up and... What's better than saying, hey, let's read all these books real quick and come up with a story together to get to know each other. And then when you're over, when uh, she's when just she like, says okay, no, I'm going to try to hit it with with the longsword, and you're over there fully in character, just like, oh, yes, I'm going to fling my magical fireball into the corner, and it's going to explode and cause a huge mess, right? Like, she's going to be Yeah, no, she's going to be, like, super hot, like, at you. You want to take someone on a first date today? Physically. I don't even know where to begin. No, that's that, <laughs> that's that fat date is what that is. What? Well, I don't know what that means. I, yeah, what? It's like, yo, yeet, yeet, right? Maybe okay, so maybe you don't want to do it as as a date. Maybe you want to like have a f- different first date, try to get to know her a little better, and jo- not just say yes to one question throughout an entire school year. Yeah, but let's say they've already dated and they're past that point. How do you and bring it's up Valentine's D&D. Day? Ah, and okay. you're super into D and D. She not so much. My boyfriend is big time into D&D. I wanted to do something special for Valentine's Day. He would never expect me to do anything D&D ever. Any suggestions other than basically play the game and what's and whatnot. Anything special for Valentine's Day. I have Day. a great idea. What do you got? So. <laughs> okay. Edible panties, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that could come in. There's a thing. There's a thing. So, D&D is a game of rolling dice. Y'all ever heard of sex dice? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. I have heard of sex dice. You just it, some somehow in the game incorporate sex dice in one fashion or another. They're d6s. Yeah. And you but roll. she's not playing in the game, right? No. So the friends are just sitting by. Yeah, no, they're just chilling out, and you guys are playing in the corner, and they're rooting you on. They're the fans. They're like, ooh, kiss, hug. Okay, I was... French I was, her toe, or whatever the fuck is on the dice, right? That's was, what we're saying. And then and then she gets undressed, and she has these, like, golem panties on, and you're like, oh, edible golem panties. Eat them up, eat them up. Ooh, ooh, 
it? Did I do it right that time? No. God damn it. Fucking kids in this slang. I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. Something about sex dice. uh, So with the sex (laughs) dice, get him the sex dice and you can use that uh, and have your own little role play session by yourselves. Um, you could do that for Valentine's Day. Um, maybe write, uh, they call them one shots, just a small story, and try to narrate a story, and he will do all the rules and all the rollings for anything that needs to happen. And you just tell him a story that you kind of came up with. And maybe it's about the first time you met. And then you know what? You, you only said one word to her throughout the entire school year. And then you invited her uh, over to play D&D. Uh, but then you said no, because that's a terrible fucking idea. That's a terrible idea. Uh, and then you took her to the movies and then to the aquarium, and then she rolled a, a, a trial because she liked the aquarium and that's a fish dude and you guys play D&D forever. I got an idea. The end. And then he became the villain. Does it have anything to do with jacking off in the shower? Well, I mean, that is one way you could go with it. He would appreciate that. But um, if you... Let, let's do a little RP. Um, no. You ask... You try to... I'll be, the, I'll be the female. You try to ask me out on a D&D date and let's see how this goes. I'm the most popular girl in school. Uh, I like cheerleading and such. Excuse me? Ooh, (laughs) boys. Excuse me? Uh, Yes, Dylan. Um, Hi, I'm Dylan. Um, I I just said your name, Dylan. Do you want to... um, Would would you like to play Dungeons & Dragons? Fuck no. But, uh, so you you didn't let me finish. She's gone. Would you you like me to play... Will you play Dungeons & Dragons with me? (laughs) Uh, And that's why that won't work. I don't know. I think it's a really cool idea. Like personally, like if you're being serious about it, I still think it's a really cool idea. That that would be such an interesting first date. Uh, it can be awkward. It can just you know feel the situation out, make sure everyone's comfortable. Honestly, like the planning the one-off as the girl, like as the Valentine's date, like now that, like I, I'm sorry. There's that that will definitely go very well. Like on a serious note. <laughs> oh yeah. But after that, add the sex dice. Like, yes. Combine the whole thing. That or, is that is the Valentine's Day date right there. Uh, yeah. yeah, strip right D&D. Right a one off. Yeah. yeah. Strip D&D. Uh, well, if you've made it this far, uh, thanks again for listening. I am Ben. I am Jesse. And I am Chris. Well, uh, don't aren't we going to tell them to how to reach us? Oh, yeah. fuck. We're bad at this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if you've made it this far, thanks again for listening. <laughs> yes, uh, we love you. You can reach, out, uh, reach us. Uh, if you have any questions that you guys want us to discuss or topics you guys want us to talk about, you can reach us um, at our Gmail, outside the stat block at gmail.com. Yep. Facebook page, outside the stat block. Uh, Twitter, at OTS block. Yep. Um, and come check us out on uh, on SoundCloud, and uh, we're and gonna eventually, hopefully, eventually other platforms. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'm I'm Ben. Thanks again for listening. I'm Chris, and I am Jesse. Now go play, pretend with your friends. I forgot it. <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> you had one job. I know. You right? had one job. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny.